and welcome folks to another edition of Definitive Cinema. I am one of your hosts this week, Chris Peterson. Absolutely thrilled that you're joining us because we are talking about uh, one of the most iconic and funny actors uh, of this generation uh, by far, Mr. Will Ferrell. Uh, joining me, as always, is Mr. Greg Erhard. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, the audience may regret me opening my mouth and uh, talking to them on this episode, but uh, we'll see. It'll be, it'll be a ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Also from also from Talladega Nights. That quote. There you go. There you go. Uh, and Mr. Ken Jones. Chris, I was going to say you smell like beef and cheese. You're not Chris, but uh, you know you smelling like beef and cheese is how I know it's you. So, hi. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, uh, we are talking about Will Ferrell, who, um, you know, without a doubt, uh, has given us some of the most iconic comedies uh, of this century. I mean, dating back to 2000. I mean, you could say that his breakout really was at the end of the 20th century, like 97, 98. Um, so really, for the past 20 years, he has been uh, an icon uh, of this art form. And uh, we've also gotten, you know, some amazing hits, but we've also gotten some amazing uh, misses from him as well. But uh, what's interesting is I, I, you know, Greg probably has a different take on this, but um, I, I usually don't blame him in many cases when it's not great uh, for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why it is, but like with some of his not great movies, I, I just like, you know, maybe it's the writing, maybe it's directing, maybe it's just the overall story just doesn't work. But I, I find myself resisting the urge to blame Farrell. Ken, what are your thoughts on uh, Will Farrell? Yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, like, he does pick those roles. But, uh, yeah, overall, I'm I'm a huge fan of Will Farrell. Uh, have been since he was on SNL. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's really hyperbole to say that he's had a huge hand in shaping and defining comedy this century. Um, I think, even though he takes a lot of the same kind of comedic roles like I, I also think he's kind of versatile as an actor and comedian too um he can he can sing dance uh he's got a little more acting range than he gets credit for um i don't know if it'll come up later in our best or worst or definitive but uh you know i thought he was really good in stranger than fiction um but uh you know he's usually like best known for the uh kind of like man-child characters, the characters with Arrested Development and uh, kind of like the guys with the wild, over-the-top confidence in their qualifications or intelligence or, you know, whatever, just because they're a man. And uh, I, I think that's kind of like a not-so-subtle commentary on the uh, average American man, maybe. Um, mm. So, yeah. Interesting take. Greg, thoughts on Will Ferrell, sir? Yeah. Um, so he's certainly a unique, a unique comedian. Definitely, I think, bar none, the best Saturday Night Live cast member ever. Uh, he thrived in cinema, I think, to what Ken said, playing the man child, you know, to, in various degrees. But I think going beyond that for a second, he's, he's frankly one of the best comedic character actors we've probably ever had, mm. mostly because he picks he's always kind of playing a character like he's never he's one of the few comedians that is really that never really plays himself in comedies or some form of himself like he's mm-hmm. always he's always picks a type of you know a certain character with obviously extreme personality traits again man child in most in most scenarios and then just goes for it you know in, in every hilt to the point there where he's playing ron burgundy in sports center commercials and it's just he's just ron burgundy and you know for six months, you know, in pro in promos. So yeah, he plays characters when he goes on like talk shows, even. Right, 
like right. Conan. And I think that I think that hurts him to a degree because I think when he's tried to go in other directions, I don't think he has the credibility or just frankly the skill to kind of pull off playing more of an everyman kind of thing, which is funny because I think he really excelled in SNL playing certain everyman characters as well. Like Alex Trebek is sort of mm-hmm. like the, the ultimate, you know, he played that everyman. But he just never found he's never found a way to pull it off in cinema. Um I think it's interesting, Chris, you called him iconic, uh, one of the true icons, because I think his like apex was a lot shorter than what our memories are gonna tell us. Like he pretty much had like a three movie apex, you know, starting with and when I'm saying apex, I mean <clears throat> like box office plus, you know, what the movie, you know, the quality of the movie. And it's really started with, you know, Talladega Nights and went through Blades of Glory and ended with Step Brothers. Like that was sort of like his three movie apex. Before that, after that, pretty erratic, you know, in terms of, you know, the quality of the box office and the and the Rotten Tomato score. Um, but also we're better off for having his movies because he's responsible for several iconic quotes and lines um, that I don't know if society kind of quotes him uh, as much as we want to think, but certainly the niche, his niche audience, which is, you know, us, uh, you know, us <laughs> older, especially female. I think women, I would tend to like Will Ferrell more than men, if I had to say, but yeah, uh, he's yeah. truly, but he's met, you know, one way or another, his performances are, you know, are memorable sometimes for the bad, but even, but his good ones are really memorable. Well, I think, you know, I, yeah, I agree. He's, he's, if there is an SNL hall of fame, he's, he's obviously in it. it I would argue that he's probably on the Mount Rushmore. Of, of, oh, of definitely. The best ever. I don't yeah. think it's yeah. even an Best ever. I don't think there's a question. And, you know, I think from his SNL days, um, you know, it, he really started off as being like a go-to ensemble member. Like if you need someone to come in and give you five minutes of, in a movie or one scene, he pops in, he's going to deliver. And he's right. going gonna to over-deliver uh, in terms of, I mean, he did it in... You know, Austin Powers. Yeah. Twice. Uh, he <laughs> twice. Uh, he did it um, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. He, he was, I think, the best thing in that movie. Um, obviously, Zoolander. He's incredible in. Um, and then he starts to emerge. I think. I mean, I think his growth and his explosion from you know old school. I think Elf has aged beautifully and has now become, oh, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. a go-to holiday staple for for a lot of people. Um, and, and Greg, to your point, I mean, once, even though, I mean, Anchorman surprise obviously wasn't a huge, um, box office hit at the right, time. Right, but it became a cult classic. Cult classic. Yeah. I mean, if we talk about one of the more, if we, if we listed the most impactful, important comedies of this century, number one, maybe, I mean. Oh, it's up there. No. I, I mean, guys, the sequel didn't do that great. In the box Forget the sequel. Either. Forget the sequel. Talk about no, the sequel. But, if that, but if the first one was such a cool classic, that sequel should, could have done better. Should, well, should have done com- better. sequels for comedies never do well. <laughs> never do I, well. I, I, sequels I, for comedies rarely do well. But then it's not the most iconic, you know, comedy we've ever, or whatever the descriptor you have. You can't, you can't have it both ways. You know, I, I don't know what you're judging it. I, I, what's, what's the criteria then? I mean, the funniest comedies of the 21st century? Funniest, most quotable comedies. Last 20 years? 
funniest, most like, quotable movie of all time. I mean, or of the past twenty years. For you guys, all right. I, I, for a broad comedic audience, I, I, I just I don't know. Oh God, here comes Greg with his oh, his. his, his <laughs> no, I just I think the I think he's more Greg niche Aaron. than you guys want to admit. That's 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 just my thing. Uh, all right, so well, Greg's a hater of Anchorman. Sort of speaks to that. You know, it's yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think when we talk about you know, the pop culture stratosphere. I think there has not been a single, a singular movie um, that has been more, you know, quoted or more influential in the pop culture range of the past, you know, 20 years um, than, than Anchorman. But that's my own opinion on that end. Uh, but, um, you know, great to Greg's point. Yeah. He's, he's also, you know, since that, that run, uh, it has been erratic. He's done a lot less, um, uh, you know, of those types of characters. And when he does return to them, it's not quite, you know, the previous experience. Like, you know, I'm thinking of um, that political movie that he did. Um, oh, gosh, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, the Campaign. The Campaign, thank you. I was about to say The Candidate. I'm like, no, The Candidate's actually a good movie starring <laughs> Robert Redford. <laughs> like that right. one, or The Other Guys, oh. or, you know, that, those types of films. So you said he's not to blame for his duds. I, I want, can you explain that? Cause yeah, I, I even, I'm going to push back on that one. You're going to, you're going to push back really? Yeah. Um, so let's, let's, let's see what, what are the duds? Let's, let's, let's start well, there. Well, let me, let, before we do the laundry list, let me just give my argument because I, so Will Ferrell, again, as I said, is a, is a character actor and most of his duds are him picking different characters that the movie's going to be sent around, like, you know, to go to semi-pro, like Jackie Moon, very specific type of character. When that's your thing, you got to make those, like, the movie rides or dies based on that character. And uh, honestly, like, not all of his characters have been hits. I mean, some of them have been, have been flops. But Jackie Moon was a flop. You know, it was a flop of a character. It probably made sense in his head, but, you know, it, it didn't pay off in the movies. And that's his fault. Like that's these movies are based off his characters and his performance of it. Yeah, to, yeah I just I disagree. I think there's I others where yeah, uh, he, there's others where he's playing more of like the straight, um, like non-character characters, um, like kicking and screaming and bewitched and you know, land of the lost and right. I won't I won't hold bewitched against him. That, Get that, hard. That movie, that movie could never. <laughs> that movie could never work. Get hard. Which... The house. I mean, home yeah. yeah I think. I think the problem is. So when you watch a movie, like let's say, you know, I'll just use um, as an example. Um, well, let's use let's use um, Semi Pro. You know, because I actually watched it yeah, a couple months ago. Um, Why? Okay, just it was you know on streaming, and I was like, oh, I got nothing else to do, and I need some background noise, and I put on Semi Pro. Um, you watch that movie, and again, you, you know. The the I I truly feel the bad Will Ferrell movies are ones that uh, just don't deliver on plot, don't deliver on editing, bad supporting cast. Um, <clears throat> I think Will Ferrell is someone who thrives when you have the right ensemble around him. Obviously, when you put the likes of John C. Riley, when you put the Anchorman crew, you know he he's going to thrive. The problem with Semi Pro is with the exception of maybe a couple bit players, a lot of the main folks in that movie aren't either aren't actors like Andre 3000 or, you know, can get into that type of comedy a la, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson. So I think, you know, there's a lot of, 
you know, failure in that regard. Right. Um, so, how so, about if the, he, so if he needs a great supporting cast to thrive, does that truly make him a comedic, no, hold iconic on, hold comedian? Because like, I'm, I'm gonna say Chris is wrong with that. What? I'm gonna say he needs the right director to channel his creative talent in the right way. That's that's also true. So when you get like an Adam McKay directing him, or you get, uh, you know, uh, people like that. Do truly know funny how to... movie actors need any of those? Aren't they just funny? Like, just throw them in any kind of comedic situation. And I mean, automatically. I don't no... think you've seen. I don't think yeah. you've seen a comedic actor do it though. Oh, I, oh, I now again because you saw, my, you saw you saw Eddie Murphy, my... you saw Eddie Murphy fail. You saw. I was just gonna say Eddie Murphy. What yeah. you've they, seen, you've yeah, seen Bill saying? Murray, you've seen Dan Aykroyd, you've seen all those guys fail when they don't have the right. Directors and, and what pieces are we of defining as fan? What, what, what are we saying? Fan? I think Murphy was an incredibly successful. Uh, he, is, he is way more successful than Will Ferrell at the box office. And True, but I mean, but I would say I, I would I, say look at most he, of the movies he no, made in the nineties onward. So take right. take Adam Sandler. Let's take Adam Sandler. He's been in crap movies and people laugh. I mean, he he, he can he may, now again he's not my cup of tea, but he's unquestionably makes a lot of people laugh even in terrible movies. You know, that, but that the, good, you know, the funny thing about Sandler is, though, he has the same crew in in the goods and the, and the bad, basically. And um, mm, it's just not in his early, not in his heyday. I mean, later on, yeah, he started surrounding himself with, you know, no, the, like uh, all of his, like all of the, the his his bit players that he puts around himself. Um, they're they're in almost every single one of those, you know, Adam Sandler comedy movies. Uh, Peter Siegel is like a common director that he uses. With a lot of his stuff, so like, <clears throat> I think I and, and believe me, you know, I think Sandler has many more duds, but I'll, I'll give him credit for you know his uh, d- you know commitment to his his crews, so to speak. But um, yeah, no, I think I think every comedic, every iconic comedic director or actor thrives with certain people and will fail with others. I think Steve Martin did the same thing. So. With Farrell, though... But remember, though, Farrell can call the shots in, in maybe not every movie, but if he wants a director, he gets them. I mean, he's, he he commands... He's got to get the biggest paycheck. He has producer credits, you know, that... <laughs> on a lot of this. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's on him. Ultimately, it's on him. I mean, it, in Hollywood, it rides or dies for the most part, you know, based on what you're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing, too, about Farrell is very few times would you see him be... The, the one name above the title. So, you know, very rarely do you get that. With most of the time with him, it's him, this other person, title of the movie. So, Daddy's Home, him, uh, the Wahlberg thing. Yeah, um, lately. Get Hard. Yes. yes lately. Well, I mean, you know, even, I mean, really, I mean, since, you know, you have to go look back, but really since Land of the Lost, I think <laughs> that probably was the first moment where people, you know, the studios, I think, in 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 some cases, incorrectly, thought that he could head a movie by himself uh, or couldn't head a movie by himself. But um, yeah, no, it's, he's an interesting test case of this because he's also someone that I, I feel has never taken that serious 90 degree turn to, you know, the, the Academy award type stuff. I mean, he, yeah, you he, didn't, see, he didn't make a punch drunk love like Adam Sandler did. Right. Like, you know, like everything Uncut must gems. go stranger than fiction was like maybe a 45 degree turn towards yeah. that, but it wasn't like a blatant, like, completely different Will Ferrell than we've ever seen before. Not like the Robin Williams, Steve Martin, you know, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler stuff that we've, we've seen in the past, but. Well, um, almost every comedian does it. I mean, it's, it's pretty rare to find ones that don't. And he's one of them, you know, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. And it's, I mean, 
And then it's one of those things where I don't, it's like as much as I think he could do it there, I, I also think he can't do it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's his physicality. Maybe it's the, what he just, his look uh, at being, you know, pulling off dramatic roles, but you know, I couldn't, I could, I could never see Will Ferrell do dead poet society. You know, I could never <laughs> see Will Ferrell. I could see Will Ferrell doing like maybe an eternal, you know, sun, uh, eternal, I uh, can't wait. Let's just get that title completely wrong. Um, maybe quirky stuff like that, but you know, definitely not. Yeah, definitely well, because I, I think ultimately he is, and in movies, he's a character because he's, he's a character actor. I think he thrives when he has a very specific, quirky, you know, man childish, you know, character. Yeah. That's and that's what he needs. You know, Interesting test funny. case. You, yeah. you know who I, yeah, I'd almost like to see him in like a, uh, uh, who's the who's the guy that did Schenectady and um, being John Malkovich? Oh, Spike Jones. No, 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 the writer. Sorry. Oh, uh, Kaufman. Um, Kaufman. I'd almost like to see what would happen if he was in a Kaufman movie, or or even even a Spike Jones movie, like a Charlie like Kaufman said, movie. Yeah. yeah, like a Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah. No, I think, and I think that's 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 his wheelhouse. If if he was going to make that 90 degree turn to go for the awards, things like that, that would be the perfect um, realm to go in. But yeah, interesting, interesting discussion. Nonetheless, um, well, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into the definitive Will Ferrell experience, because what we like to do on this podcast, folks, is basically answer the question. If aliens land on this planet and wanted to know what the perfect Will Ferrell experience is, where you know, they have no idea who this person is, what movie would you show them that would define be the definitive Will Ferrell film. Um, maybe not the best one, maybe not the worst one, but what would be the most definitive pick? So what we like to do here is make our picks and explain why, and to make sure that none of us are cheating for variety's sake, uh, we will announce our picks on the count of three and then break it down one by one. So gentlemen, let's do this. On the count of three, let's name our picks. Ready? One, two, three. Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. Three for three. <laughs> three for three. I mean... Yeah pretty definitive <laughs> is there any other like i didn't think there was any other choice really yeah i think you could argue i think elf might be the only other one but not the, it's it's i think it's anchorman not and not particularly close yeah. yeah so greg let's start with you what, what were your what was your reasoning for yeah that? I'll, I'll say my reasons and i'll get out of the way for you guys i i mean i think anchorman truly represents like the perfect will ferrell character for him he's absurd um he's um uh, which uh, I guess I won't be quick. Uh, you know, foul, <laughs> foul-mouthed and uh, sexist, and that's just right up. You know, Will Ferrell's manchild uh, wheel, wheelhouse, and uh, you know, it's I think uh, most of the quotable lines are go to Ron Burgundy, and it's obviously the character he loved the most because he can't wait to be Ron Burgundy in any situation in the in the marketing tours and stuff. So, mm, indeed, Ken, how about you? Yeah, uh, it's the most memorable character he's ever come up with. Um, the movies ridiculously quotable uh like greg said it's the perfect version of a will ferrell character um it's kind of weird like i remember the first time i saw it i was only thought it was an okay movie like i didn't laugh that much but the second time i saw it i i was laughing hysterically for some reason it was just one of those movies that uh the the more you watch it the funnier it got um and it's, it's for me it's right up there with you know like ghostbusters and big lebowski for uh you know, funniest movies for me. Mm. Um, it's also like so much of that movie, the dialogue is just ad libbed and, and they had so much material. They made a second movie out of it. 
with uh, the Wake Up Ron Burgundy. They took like all of the the uh, things that they cut out of the movie and put it together as like a a straight to DVD like extra <laughs> on the on the on the uh, DVD release. It's just crazy. Yeah, I think I read there was like twelve hours of of footage or something. Yeah, it, like they that. they literally made a whole other movie of just the stuff from the cutting room floor. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, no, Anchorman is one of those films that where it's like, you've got everything coming together nicely. You've got everybody just a hundred percent committed to their roles, um, delivering on, on every cylinder. Um, MVP form of performances coming left and right in that cast. Um, and again, I think even though I feel like the movie kind of falls apart in the third act a little bit, especially when you get into the panda fight, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's still like, you know, that first hour of that movie is just, just hit after hit after hit uh, in terms of scenes. Um, and I, and it's just, it's, it's one of the movies that I just, it doesn't get old for me ever. Um, no. I, I could, you know, I, I've, I could watch it right now and enjoy it just as much as I did, you know, earlier. Um, and I also think for him as a character, I mean, it's, it, as Ron Burgundy, it's, it's one of those characters that uh, he can slip into, I think the easiest. Uh, for some reason, I feel like of all the characters that he's he's done, that one feels the most natural. That one feels you know he's the most committed to. So much so that he created an entire podcast with Ron <laughs> Burgundy. So I mean, he didn't do it for Ricky Bobby. He didn't do it for uh, his stepbrother's right. character. He did it for Bankerman. So I think that tells you a lot uh, on that end. So yeah, no, that would be that would be my pick for the aliens, which they would probably not understand on the first time watching it but definitely get it the yeah time. it's true yeah. this is a first definitive pick that right the aliens would be very confused what is this but then they would they, get it the second this is time what newscasters are all about what <laughs> what like uh, we're literally teaching them american history like you're talking about san diego like, yeah it's like this is this is cinema verite <laughs> yeah right like, <laughs> and, I think we should also say, I mean, again, this may not be the case for you guys. For me, this is definitive, but uh, not even in, I, I'm not even sure this is in my top four Will Ferrell movies. Like, so this is like an example of something being definitive while not being the best, right? You know, because I think it's as most, as we said, it's the most definitive character, but as a movie, for me, the movie is like 30 minutes too long. I think it's probably a 30 minute SNL sketch, ideally, but that's just, that's, that's, that's just me. Bob. Wow. Wow. Well, now that you that that's actually a good segue into our best and worst. So, Greg, your give us your best and worst Will Ferrell and why. Uh, best is Elf. Um, I think Elf was the degree of difficulty is higher than I think one would think. I'm not sure another actor could really pull off the genuineness of Elf while being comedic and the way Will Ferrell did it. Like I think about it, that movie was made ten years earlier. That's like a Jim Carrey vehicle, probably, and that's just. That movie does not work, <laughs> you know, with Jim Carrey. I mean, he would Jim Carrey would try too hard to be that earnest, whereas it's more natural to Will Ferrell and yet still be, you know, very funny. Uh-huh. Uh, worst, I have Get Hard. Um, there are some bad Will Ferrell movies. This one's pretty painful. Uh, I watched it uh, for not that long, and it was too long. <laughs> you know, the the jokes did not land. It's kind of racist <laughs> you know honestly and uh it's pretty painful so get wow. hard. there you go all right ken how about you uh i went with anchorman for best um i i think that elf is way up there um i also i think you could consider old school and stepbrothers and talladega nights and stranger than fiction but uh for me this is one of the f- ones where the best one is also definitive for me i'm like greg so 
Uh, worst, I went with uh, semi-pro. Um, I love basketball. I'm a Will Ferrell fan. On paper, like it feels like it should have been like right up my alley, but I hardly laughed at all. And uh, I actually started dozing off when I was watching it and considered not finishing it, which is kind of a big deal for me because I'm usually the type of person that has to complete something when he starts a, a movie or a TV series. Um, actually, I thought this movie was was higher on uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, but it's actually only 22%. I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was higher to like 50 or something like that. So it turns out I was more in line with the consensus on the movie than I'd realized. Um, but yeah, the semi-pro is just a huge misfire. Mm, interesting interesting uh well for my best I, I i i thought long and hard about this um and i went with maybe a surprising pick i actually went with zoolander uh as his best and even though he's, he's so he's, even though Hansel. he's the villain and technically a supporting member of this cast um zoolander is one of the most perfect comedies i've ever seen um it is fantastic he's off the chain as Mugatu in this movie, everything yeah. he says. So it's it's you know he's done these 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 fantastic supporting roles uh, early in his career, like old school and things like that, where he's great. But every time he opens his mouth in Zoolander, it's perfect. Like he is hitting like home runs every single line uh, in that movie, um, and it's just like like when he when he introduces his you know his that assistant. Russian assistant, the way he just says his, her name, it's perfect. Hansel, he's so hot right now. Hansel, another example, just perfect readings left and right. And that movie's freaking hilarious. Um, again, another example of how sequels of comedies do not work. There mm. you go. Uh, and that movie, that, that, that sequel is, is brutal. But the first movie is amazing. Also, side note, I can never take Alexander Skarsgård seriously as an actor um, in anything he's ever done when I found <laughs> out he was Minkus in that movie. So there you go. Right. <laughs> so forget. Sorry, Alexander. But um, yeah, no, it, Zoolander is one of my favorite movies um, of all time um, on that end. So worst, um, this is, this was another tough choice uh, for worst, but I ended up going with um, uh, Bewitched because mm. uh, it's, it's a terrible movie. Um, it's, comp- it's really poorly miscast with, with Nicole Kidman in the lead. And it's it's one of those movies where you watch it, it. This movie should be studied in film schools about how not to edit a movie because it's very rare that I, I watch a movie where the editing is the biggest problem. But when you watch Bewitched, it, it is. It's weird. But like the way they cut between scenes and things like it's just a very weird put together movie. So uh, if you're a nerd out there that loves to watch poorly edited films, Sit down and watch Bewitched because it really is a textbook for that. So, uh, but it's terrible, and and he's unfortunately terrible in it. Even though he's trying, you can see it. He's like trying, um, but it, it's just nothing's working in that movie. So there you go. So we haven't mentioned two of his bigger movies, which is uh, Blades of Glory and Step Brothers. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just say this: interesting. That's all. I. I don't. I, I. I. There are things that I like and don't like about Blades of Glory. I. I've never. I've really never gotten um, on. Um, uh, oh gosh. See, I'm ter- I'm just terrible with names today. The John Heater train. I've never yeah. gotten. I've, mm-hmm. I've just never gotten on that train. He's. He's okay in the movie, but there's just so much of him in it, and I just. You know, when you're not. You're not. You're not that fired up for him. Then again, I love Jenna Fisher and. She's spectacular in that movie, but 
But um, their their comedic back and forth between Pharaoh Hater is really it's it's really they fun. do have yeah. some yeah. good moments. And they're yeah. bickering. Uh, just the bickering all movie is just wonderful. In, yeah, in my absolutely. And then I mean, Step Brothers is that's that, that's a Hall of Famer in my book. But when you I put love it, that, yeah, Step, you know, Step Brothers is my fa- is my favorite Will Ferrell movie. That's yeah, a, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a good. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> and that's another movie where you get just incredible performances. <laughs> out of people that you didn't think were going to be that funny, like Mary Steenburgen, I wasn't expecting her to be hilarious. And she's great in that movie. So, <laughs> Well, I just, I'm always partial to movies with really fun bickering, like just two characters, and mm. especially when the director just lets them go as, yeah, as he kind of did, you know, with Farrell and uh, John C. Riley. Yeah. It's just, they're, uh, they're a good, they're a good pairing. Farrell yeah. and Riley. Yeah. Except in Holmes and Watson. Well, I, was, yeah, I was just yeah. about to put that up. That was a very close candidate for my worst at that point. That, no, but that, that I mean, the, the fact that we got, you know, Talladega Knights and Step Brothers from those two, like that's that's good stuff. I am you know, down the road when we when we do the definitive John C. Riley uh episode. Oh again, I'll read That's I'll, a good one. That's a good one. And it he, he's had such an interesting career, but you know, doing the dramatic stuff kind of first and then transition into comedy. But man, like, you know, when you watch him and Farrell together and the way they just play off each other in Step Brothers, um, it, it's just perfection. Hmm. It's, it's, it's one of the best, um, you know, again, if, we're, you know, if this was a film class and we're talking to people about comedic partners and chemistry, Step Brothers is it. I mean, that's, that's flawless on that end. But so. that was not your definitive, uh, it's not your best Will Ferrell movie. No, no, <laughs> Doolander. <laughs> The, pro- the problem the again. Flawless, Step flawless Brothers. Something about flawless Adam, Hall of Fame, but not not definitive. best. Adam McKay loves to do this, where like the last twenty or thirty minutes, he just decides to like veer off the path and go, you know, into How? something completely weird, but. He, less so, less so in Step Brothers with the Catalina wine. Say, mixer, how, but, how can you besmirch Catalina wine mixer? But <laughs> but there's middle parts to, to Step Brothers that I'm just not as high on it is uh, Zoolander. Like Zoolander, start to finish, like it's it's flawless, it's perfect. Great. Tell me you love Zoolander as much as I do. No desire to see it. No, You've never, never seen wait, it. What? Zero desire. I, I I'm out on any movie where Stiller does that type of character. And, oh wow, yeah. Greg. Oh. oh. I'm not someday, amused, not someday when you lose a bet, that'll be your punishment. <laughs> oh me, but then you'll, goodness. but then you'll thank me. You'll be like, thank right. you. No, I, I'm just like, I, I'd see the character commercial, those weird wine commercials he did. I'm just like, why is this funny? I don't, I don't know. I'm out. I don't wow. need to. Wow. Out. Wow. Nope. So there's there's the Gregor Hart we know in the one of the previous episodes. We were shocked by a pick that Greg totally blew us away with. And well, now he comes in and totally redeems himself. Look, you know, you can't just like good taste when it agrees with your, you know, with your priors. You got to acknowledge good taste. Actually, no, you know? this is this is very much uh, par for the course for you, Greg. This is pretty par for the course. But, well, look, uh, this is right in your lane. <laughs> it's just Greg right here. Oh, I know why you like Blades of Glory because Craig T. Nelson has a prominent role in it. Uh, uh, it's uh, there very, it is. Very big. That's very. That's that's a decent part of it. That's but, a that's a uh, season fifty of definitive <laughs> cinema episode of Ivan. Craig T. Nelson. Oh, Defin- ooh, definitive Craig T. Nelson. Is it? Ooh, is it the Incredibles? One. Is it the uh, Incredibles? The skulls? The proposal, the skulls, yeah, no, there's Ugh. there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones in there. Oh. I cannot wait. <laughs> Along the same lines, uh, I don't believe there's a Gene Hackman connection with Will Ferrell. No, unfortunately, we do like to bring Gene Hackman into conversation. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, his was career thinking... was just kind of starting when when Hackman was kind of hanging it up. So. Hanging it up, yeah. Yeah. Was Will Ferrell in Welcome to Mooseport? No. No. Okay. No. No, I, I think I, like is there, is there a movie that if if Hackman hadn't stopped acting uh, in two thousand four that uh, their their paths could have crossed? Like, could ooh. he have played like the uh, um, the Robert Duvall role in Kicking and Screaming? I mean, could he could he have been James Caan in Elf? Ooh, ooh. No, I think James Caan's better for that role. Could he have been Dustin Hoffman in Stranger Than Fiction? I think Dustin Hoffman's good for that role too. Do you, would he have been better than? Um, hey, no, Hackman and Elf. Ooh, oh, that's good. Because the problem with Khan was, if Khan gave a shit, he would have been iconic. But like, there's parts in that movie where he's like, you can see he's reading the cue cards. I mean, he's right. It's a pretty lackluster effort from him. How about Gene Hackman as Richard Jenkins in Step Brothers? Yes. Although they'd be really old. <sighs> he would be really old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah right, that could work too though. It's hacked. Let's say I mean, maybe Stranger Than Fiction <laughs> might have been the way to go. I mean, folks, this is the thing. You're just you're gonna get a lot of Gene Hackman on this podcast. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, and we haven't even done definitive Gene Hackman yet. So this is well, uh, he better live to a hundred, so we're not doing him anytime soon. But uh, that's... exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, well, we did have a. Uh, we normally have Greg's special exercise. I'm deferring but, to Ken uh, though on this one. Yeah. So this yeah. week we thought it'd be an interesting idea to uh, decide which of the character names of a Will Ferrell character is the funniest. Mm. And uh, so I'm going to throw a couple at you guys, and you tell me what you think. Uh, so uh, we'll start off really early. Awesome Powers, Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoolander, Mugatu. Anchorman, Ron Burgundy. Talladega Knights, two first names, Ricky Bobby. Uh, Wedding Crashers, Chaz Reinhold. Blades, Blades <laughs> of Glory, Chaz Michael Michaels. <laughs> Steph Brothers, Brennan Huff. Uh, Casa de mi Padre, Armando, and Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga, Lars Eriksson. <laughs> um, Not Eriksson, Eriksson. I, I love Chaz Michael Michaels. I do too. I really yeah. that's, that's the funniest <laughs> that's one, to me. one Chaz Michael Michaels. By the way, that Eurovision movie is not bad. If you if it's anybody not. gets a chance to watch it, it's actually it's not, not it's not uh, like upper upper level top tier. Feral, but uh, yeah, it's better than it's it's middle of the road, exactly. Which is pretty good, exactly. So, so Chaz, Michael, Michaels, all around. Yeah, for at least okay. for yep. me. Yeah. Yeah. So love it, love it. Um, all right, well, that's going to do for us on uh, Will Ferrell. But any uh, last words or thoughts on on uh, Will Ferrell films, Greg? I'll start with you. Is Will Ferrell the definitive comedian of the 21st century? Oh, sounds like you guys are saying yes, but mm. I want to give a, a firm answer on that. Mm. I mean, I, I think Seth Rogen's up there. Yeah, okay. I think Steve Carell is up there. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, Steve Carell's interesting. I, I want to stick to movies, though. I, TV's a whole other animal, right? Uh, it's true. I um, think it's Adam Sandler, guys. I really do. Ugh. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, but I think it's him. He'd have a better shot at the '90s for me. Yeah, uh, his 2000s is still really good. I mean, every movie makes 100 million. It's. Hmm. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, Ben Stiller. Although yeah, you could say that his peak wasn't yeah. that. Yeah, his peak wasn't that long. Well, here's sure. here's the list. So let me let me read you the list. This is what uh, Google says, and I'll just go down the line. Um, <laughs> well, Google says it for comedic actors. Here we go. I'll, you know, Eddie Murphy. I'm going to say no. Not um, not 21st century. Yeah. Jim Carrey. No. Not 21st century. No. Uh, Bill Murray. No. 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 Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. No. No. Jack Black. I think he's in the running. Yeah, I, he's I, think, he, I think he has an argument. Yeah. He's in the conversation. Yep. Seth Rogen in the conversation. Yep. Um, <sighs> okay. Owen Wilson. Mm, yeah. I think he's a sidekick. Yeah. Tina Fey, no, because of film. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Um, and not Jonah Hill, not Jason Segel, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I don't think he's done enough. Um, Compared to the other other yeah. people on the in consideration, I agree. I agree. yeah, and that's it. That's 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 really the list. I mean, they've got like Billy Crystal and you know Simon Pegg and, and Vince Vaughn, but I don't think those are obviously no's for me. But um, interesting, interesting discussion. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, Sanford, I think it's Will Ferrell. Sanford yeah, is, it's a little bit of the tail end of his peak, and if we're going just twenty first century, because obviously his his biggest biggest ones are in the late nineties, ninety eight, ninety nine. So Ooh. it's close. It's close. What are you talking about? Sandler. I was oh, just okay. at IMDb. Yeah. yeah it, it's 2000s, like the tail end of his peak. Little Nicky, yeah. Punch Drunk Love, Mr. Deeds. It's tail, I mean, those, those movies made bank, but it was mm-hmm. uh, tail end. The hot chick. Um, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. That was, my, that was my closing thought on Farrell. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's an argument, but yeah. I don't think it's him. Interesting. Ken, how about you? Any parting thoughts? I see blue. He looks glorious. <laughs> that's all is. i got that's all you got that's all you got um interesting you know i think another discussion for another time is we should maybe start getting into the uh who has the who owns the championship belt right now for certain Ooh. things and i you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know throw you guys onto this right now but who has it's an interesting thought of who has the comedy the film comedy championship belt um as we speak but maybe you know that's a different discussion i guarantee time. you chris greg has a de- different definition of that than Either you or I. That's probably yeah. That's true. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I love it. Anyway, um, all right. Well, folks, you can listen to this podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network and onstageblog.com. Uh, you can also find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you take in your podcast. So give us a listen, uh, like, subscribe. It all helps the algorithms and science and statistics and all that fun stuff. Uh, But folks, we will see you right here next week on Definitive Cinema.